know, strength and conditioning and how we kind of got to this place so far. Gotcha. So, <laughs> um, I'm coach Mark Deppin from Dunham Catholic high school in, uh, Tom's river, New Jersey. Um, I'm originally from, uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, and how I got into the strength and conditioning field into the powerlifting world was um, by way of Glenn Mills in Pennsylvania. So um, after I had, after I got um, done with college, uh, trying to go the live the dream of going pro, um, live the dream of playing some type of professional football, I finally I guess woke up in life and uh, <laughs> pursued a goal of. Uh, I always want to be either like a probation officer, um, either like a DEA agent, work with kids, coach, something like that. We're kind of like the the avenues I want to go for um for my career. So I had a lot of friends that worked at a school, Glenn Mills in Pennsylvania, which was for uh, court ordered kids who were pretty bad to uh, go and live and stay on this campus up in uh, Glenn Mills, Pennsylvania. You were like a guidance counselor, a teacher. And uh, once you put your time in and uh, became a model counselor teacher, um, if there was an opportunity, you could like coach a sport up there of, of your choice or something that maybe opens up. Um, so while I was at Glenn Mills, uh, my buddy Willie Croner was a USAPL top two guy, always competing against Tony Harris and the USAP, USAP Nationals and all that kind of stuff. So he was a big time lifter. Dave Barno, God rest his soul, was a huge strongman, IPA guy, world uh, world record champion, um, and a host of other guys who were uh, um, on this campus working um, were affiliated with strength and conditioning, the powerlifting team there at Glenn Mills. So I was there for a couple of years, and um, they had an opening and. Uh, my buddy Will was like, hey, you should talk to Coach Hill about coming on with the power. And, I, and at this time, I knew nothing about powerlifting. Um, you know, we all strength trained for our sports in high school and college and this and that. And, you, you know, you do the stupidest shit. Um, so um, I was like, all right. And so I actually got the um, interview with the the coach for the powerlifting team, Coach Hill, um, guy Bob McCluskey. Um, and who was a, a thousand pound squatter guy in his day. Yeah. He, uh, he was like, yeah, bring this dude on. He's enthusiastic about this and that he's good with the kids. Um, so that's how I kind of got into, uh, learning what powerlifting was. And after being there for a short six months, um, watching what was going on and we had some ridiculously strong kids. Um, that's when the, the, uh, coach Hill goes, Hey, we're taking a trip to, uh, Columbus, Ohio, to see this dude, Louis Simmons at Westside Barbell. I'm like, who? <laughs> and I'm like, no one knew. Had an idea. He goes, well, he does these box squats that he says is really good for athletes. He uses chains, bands. Um, he invited us all out there to to, uh, to train, to observe, and uh, boom, and that off we went to uh, um, Westside. I guess I was uh, like 1994, and. Mm -hmm. um, well, the rest was like kind of history. That's kind of where it all began for me. Um, every podcast I done, I say once I went there, I was sold on. Uh, I was sold on Westside um, because we're all we're all after absolute strength, and um, I mean that was the strongest bunch of guys and girls that I've ever got to lay eyes on. And 
And I said, if it works here, it can definitely work back at the school in the weight room. Um, And that leads me into kind of like, that's where it all began. And that also leads me into like the people who are just so ignorant out there to the West side conjugate ways. Um, I mean, I was a young buck then and had no clue, but I could see that if these people were doing it at West side and you can kind of um, grasp it, take it in and bring it back. And I mean, my whole vision was like, man, I can't wait to get back to the weight room with these kids and, um, you know, put it to use. And I actually went back. I came and went, I asked, I asked my guy if I could go back and I went and spent months at Westside. Mm-hmm. I left my job and got, I got a, like a leave of absence. And I went back and lived it. Um, mm-hmm. and then came back and had more stuff for everybody, um, in our coaching staff. And I mean, the results were insane, dude. I mean, our first time that we got to put it to use was like a power to meet, like maybe six months later. And we mm-hmm. absolutely blew people out. And I mean, it was just a whole different world. <clears throat> so I fell in love with strength conditioning and the, and the strength world at that moment. And, um, kind of been moving forward ever since and never looked back. And, um, that's where it all began for me. Nice. Um, How many times did you get to go back over the years? I've been back. I've been back every year. Uh, I went back every single, we went back as a coaching staff the, the next year. Um, probably about the next two years after up until like 96 era 97. Um, and then Louie had moved to the other place, but the original place we went to was Demarest. Um, and it's funny cause you hear people, uh, you hear people talk about the Demarest one with the blacked out windows look like a, you know, a strip stripper mall or something. <laughs> and, uh, you just hear Dave Tate say that was the best place on the world. Like Louie went, and did this, you know, opened up three bay car garages and built, you know, put all this West side, two, three monos and all this stuff with people still relate back to Demers is where, where that family unity was and just that hardcore um, atmosphere. And um, you guys know that I have a new weight room that you've been to. I used to be in a place like Denver, like in the dungeon below the stage and everybody who was hardcore throughout the years for me, even my son, love the other place better than in my new facility. Mm. The guys that come back go, this is corny coach. Like the other <laughs> place had, the other place had like, you know, that just that vibe, like you knew you were there to lift. Right. And um, grit. I think that's just training. I mean, uh, so, uh, so um, every year I went um, probably every year I went back to uh West side up into uh, um, 2018. Um, 2018 was my last visit there and um that was my last that was my last visit there and um um that was actually at the same um I want to say time frame that the that the Dave Hoff era was ending there all those guys when they were going to the doghouse so um, okay I was there for that and I was also there for like when Chuck Burgerpool's era ended so it's kind of like crazy um as I always told um Fahey I was like Man, it'd be great to see like a decade movie made of Westside. All the people who came and went, and right. the the movie mm-hmm. kind of portrayed that a little bit, but just a different angle on. Like I can say, I got to see like almost every lifter in there, every scenario, every story, and like who was there, who's not there, and like it, so it was like um it was interesting to see how it all worked there. But um you know I I get I get um. 
I wasn't I wasn't the uh, the West Side guy there to hit totals and records. But I mean, and I know a lot of people sometimes complain like Louis was a, you know, a, a slave driver and this and that. But I mean, what really was the difference between Louis and Nick Saban and 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 all these top notch coaches? They You got to win and producer like they're going to get rid of you. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was kind of like I kind of w- would always hear those stories and kind of be like, you know, like, listen, I, I mean, I played D2 football and I mean, I felt like uh like a, a like five silverback gorillas were on my back um going into every game or every new season that we had to win perform we were a really good program for division two and um so i got it and and uh, you know and just it you know i mean louis was that guy but i mean you know that 20 percent you want to say asshole part of me had 75 percent of where he gave his life to the world right. um and you know, no matter how you cut it, everybody out there is using some sort of like conjugate West Side template thing, some way, somehow, renaming it. You know, making it, putting a little flair to it, whatever. <laughs> but I mean, it all goes back to West Side and Louis. I mean, yeah. I don't think any of us would know chains, bands, and box squats, and and um, speed pools, deficit. I don't think we'd know any of that if it, if West Side or Louis never existed. Right. Um, and and like I said, I, you know going back to your question of uh, getting started i mean again that i mean um and i've been driving i've been driving that west side philosophy conjugate training philosophy for 30 years now um and someone just asked me the other day do you think like you think like you would be if another louis type guy came along and you know i'm right away i'm like there, there's never gonna be another louis like don't even say it <laughs> you know i'm like right away like uh, like leave the leave the room dude um <laughs> the, uh, you can't speak anymore <laughs> yeah i'm like uh the i just i mean it's just what the guy lived man and and um just seeing what i mean he i, I mean i've been to a lot of collegiate weight rooms i've been met a lot of people and, and, and there are some good people out there that do a good job at what they do, but there's just not like that. There's just not that Louie guy who's who, I mean, he died basically for what he really believed in. Right. I mean, he just really, you know, um, and it's funny talking about my injury and this and that people were like, you're like the, 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 the like Louie clone guy. Like you're, you can't break away from, from, from what you really believe in. And, um, and I can't, I mean, I, I right. just can't because the results, man, just don't lie. Right. I mean, and I'm still 30 years later, you know, maybe tweaking, a, tweaking this, tweaking that within the, in the program, but it basically all comes back to like, I've never steered away from the West side conjugate training template way of, of, of life. And right. um, yeah, I was going to say you, you're, uh, you're pretty diehard with the sticking to the book of methods type stuff and the stuff you learned directly from there. Right. 100%. And, and old <laughs> schools, you know, like the, you know, some people ask me like, you don't seem to really get into the five by five to Louie. And, and I'm always like that 10 by two, then eight by two wave, uh, six by two weight, you know, and then mm-hmm. chains bands for a wave after that. And, um, just, um, the reason being is I know that Louie kind of, put the five by five in for a box squat, kind of like to get the big boys moving. Like it was right. just taking too long. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he didn't really believe in the, the sets by two anymore. It was just a, another, another way to skin a cat 
Mm-hmm. Um, more conditioning. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just think that as times changed, Louis, ta- Louis, Louis, Louis had to adapt and change to what he was now being dealt with at Westside, if that makes right. sense. Right. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, and back you're in training my day a lot of kids was... who are already conditioned very well, right? So you're just trying to get them good practice reps. Pretty so. much. And, uh, you know, I just think that the, that the, the keeping the form, keeping that body brace and all, I think the two reps is the, is, is uh, definitely for beginners to intermediate, even to advanced kids, I think is really, is really, um, the real vocal uh, focus, focus there because I feel like it just break goes to shit after like the two mm-hmm. reps. Yeah. Um, so for me, I know, I know, like I said, a lot of people were like, Oh, do you, do you do? And I, I just, the, and it, see, I can always go back to my, to my times at West side and with Louie and I'm like, Louis, I, I remember even having this conversation and he goes, mm, stick to what you're doing. Like you got those kids trained on that. You got the, <laughs> you're, you're into the, uh, this, what you're doing. He goes, just keep them moving. And, um, right. It, w- it wasn't like he was even saying, nah, get away from that now. I'm not go to this mat. Like it, it wasn't. I mean, Louis was Louis when we had our conversations was really like old school, with, old school with me. Uh, mm-hmm. I, and I, maybe just cause I was there way back and, and, and was way back and got to seeing it. And I mean, even like, you know, they got into like the suspended good mornings with chains in the rack and he was like, I don't know go ahead and do regular good mornings with the kids uh, with the yoke bars or regular bar, you know, all this right. fancy stuff you don't got to do. And I mean, so, um, I think that's kind of what, um, changed over the years was this little adapt into what now he has to work with the same as us with right. athletes, right. you know, we've got to make some change, you know, got to make some changes on, um, you know, what you got to work with. I mean, I got beast right now. Um, not I, I always haven't had that kind of kid to work with like I like the right. majority of the athletes I have now mm-hmm. um, so I knew what I could do and what I couldn't do so um you know yeah but uh I won't uh I mean I there's been coaches who disagree with me there's been people wanting to like jam me up and get me fired get me removed and um uh, <laughs> I'm still standing tall after 24 years at the school so right um now with the the kids you work with, do you have like metrics that you try to shoot for, or are you just trying to get them as proficient at these movements as possible and have them just move as much weight as they can? Probably, probably the second the thing ladder. that you said. Uh, yeah, uh, pretty much my my goal I would say is performance. Um, probably performance first on their on whatever their sport is. If it, if it's an athlete, not just a powerlifting kid. Right. And then basically numbers is probably the second thing with, with the athletes um, yeah. performance and numbers definitely to back it up to say, you know, I always go back to Jules and say, hmm, which we're in the uh, semifinals right now. So she'll be yeah, the best you, player. Of can all you tell us about Jules? What's that? Can you tell everyone about Jules? I'm sure the people that are listening to this have, have <laughs> yeah, no idea yeah. who this girl is, and she we don't is have quite the viewing ridiculous, yet. Yeah, <laughs> most ridiculous freak in the yeah, country. It's pretty nuts. So, uh, but I mean, so her performance on softball, then on the on the on the tail end of it, I gotta say, oh, and by the way, the girl benches like 185, squats in the mid threes, and pulls in the mid threes. God. And people are like, what? So that's more or less the the backing going. 
West side works and pitchers can lift also. So I guess that's kind of my on to, to answer your question too, is performance numbers and to basically uh, put up or shut up is probably my main, main goal with, with, um, with the athletes um, because so many people doubt the things that I'm probably doing. Mm -hmm. And then when the end result comes out, like you, you, I mean, you both know, like you can't argue it. You know, you can't argue jewels. You can't, ar- I mean, you can't argue the team. I mean, nine of the, all the starters are from my Powerlifting team. And we're <laughs> oh, really? number wow. one, we're number one, all nine. Wow. So we're number one. So we're number one in the, in the state right now. And we're number seven in the country. I mean, holy shit. Wow. I mean, uh, and if we win, if we, if we're in the semifinals, we win that. And then we win the finals again for the third straight year. Jules will be the all time best player ever in, in the history of New Jersey. Yeah, what are, she'll be, what are her she'll be like she'll be like ninety with... she'll be like ninety seven and one. Ninety seven and one. With like and, what a point zero three ERA or something crazy yeah, like and that. And her batting right her batting right now is like six ninety or something with fourteen home runs as a pitcher. What so you're has, saying the whole starting team of in the in three power, years of... she has six hundred strikeouts. Oh my god. And that so whole she team. missed COVID. Also, They're all power- all, all nine powerlifters. are powerlifters. They're on the powerlifting team. How many kids all. do you have that do that? That are end up being powerlifters and multi-sport athletes outside of that. So probably this year, probably like thirty. Wow! Wow! So wrestling, um, swimming. So I got a kid <laughs> who's going to probably. I just had a kid in my meet who's who right who this year was one of the best freshmen in the state in swimming. He's on my powerlifting team. He just went to a meet did extremely well and he had to go swim the next the next week and i mean he took like two three seconds off his time and the coach wow. was like what the hell <laughs> okay. and i told the kid i go dude i go you're going to be the most built strongest swimmer in the history of new jersey and the dad's like kind of like the dad's all into it he's like i can't wait to see what happens i go just watch and see yeah i go i go he's going to catch a lot of shit and say he shouldn't be doing these lifts and whatever and right. he's just going to go and start dominating people. And I'm just that guy in the back. And it's funny because I'm not even lying or exaggerating. I'm the guy in the back going. <laughs> and, and I'm just smirking and laughing when yeah, I hear it. Hey, Liam Adams, uh, that's his name, took first at Ocean County Championship, took first or whatever. And I'm just sitting back, just giggling, man, that's going, awesome. all these people. Because I already hear it now. He has a coach, his club team. I already hear it now. Oh, mm-hmm. you're gonna to have to lay off that powerlifting in the summer when we start swimming a lot and boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And I go to the kid, I go, if you do it, dude, you're gonna plummet right back down. I go, you gotta trust me. And he's like, right. my dad's all about it. Uh, it, it. We're not hearing that shit. And I said, I said <laughs> tell the coach when it when it don't work, then you can yell at me. Yeah, the same right. relationship I have with the football coach. I get to lift the kids whenever I want. I can lift game day if I want. Right. If I want to lift on game day, he would have no problem with it. But like every everything in this world, if all of a sudden we had injuries or whatever, he'd say, hey, wait a minute, what's going on here? So, you know, knock on wood, I've been fortunate that anything I've done with the athletes that maybe was a little unorthodox, like Jules lifting on game day, doing speed bench and all, and she throws her best game. Um, coincidence? I don't know. Um, I, I don't look think at it like so. Not, it's not probably not. I look at it like it's movement. Um, she's graduated, um, so she's uh, missed the last – four days of lifting um did not do so well the other day we won but we only won like four to one oh, and it really? should have been a blowout and 
I texted her. I said, you need to get back in here. I know like you're probably happy you graduated and all, but you need to get back in you and the, you and the girls. Mm -hmm. And, um, long story short, they come in, they lift, we go to the next game, mercy them, Mm. mercy, the the number four seed, we mercy them. Came (laughs) in, we did box squats and deadlifts and whatever. And the next day they mercy them. Now, when you're doing that, you're doing all speed work, right? Normally. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much all making a, you know, uh, a percentage let's say if the if the girl can do 250 she's doing like 175 185 for her speed work mm-hmm. and uh killing it and you know my next girl is going to be the girl i posted the other day that the who ready won, uh, won the shore and took a uh, runner-up a uh, wrestler she's going to oh. be an absolute monster she'll be the first girl <laughs> to ever she's i mean she's ready pulling uh 365 benching like this... 175 and oh, she box squatted 365 the other day Holy shit. And she's a freshman. She's a 160. She's a freshman. My gosh. And she's going to be a monster. So, you know, I, I want to say that the coaches is what kind of makes me because they trust me. I think right. that's what a lot of people need to hear is that that relationship I have with my coaches because they see they'll see Instagram. Let's say a new coach comes to lacrosse next year. He's probably seen an Instagram or heard about me. And he's right. ready to come in and go, whatever this guy's doing, I want him to do it with my team also, right. um, which we did this year in lacrosse. Lacrosse was winless the last three years. We went to the playoffs and we were 18 and seven this year. Wow. <laughs> um, three powerlifters on that team, too. Hmm. Um, so. A 600 pound puller on there. Um, <laughs> the uh, So I think that's what is the missing link with a lot of people um, is that connection that, that like the coaches trust what the coaches trust me, what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, I try to make, I try to just evolve so much into the person that I am and the, and the work I put in. So no one can ever get anything on me and go, well, that doesn't really work. I mean, no one can really, no one can really say that at my school with any sport right now, because um, the proofs in the pudding about what we have accomplished um, with the kids who have, who have trained, you know, who have trained with me. Baseball is kind of a, it's funny. We, we don't really have a relationship, but um, they, they had their best season this year. And like six of the guys train with me nice. um, that are, that are really good players on the team. So, um, you know, oh, I know that it? he probably, I know that he probably knows, you know, but it's, um, we had a couple what happened was a couple football guys didn't want to go play baseball anymore and he kind of took it personal like kind of like oh did you tell these guys not to come play baseball so they could just lift for football and about you know that whole <laughs> high school right. bullshit and it was like we really you know we really didn't these kids just right. didn't want to play anymore and one of them one of them is lou you know my big mm-hmm. who just got the all-time record uh with that 410 bench um but he was one he just fell in love with powell and he, right. he just said, I don't want to play baseball anymore. I didn't say, hey, you should power up, not play baseball. <laughs> so, you know, that shit gets old in the high school world. You know, right. um, people deal with that all the time. Um, But, I mean, I know in the back of his mind that he could, you know, two of his pitchers lift with me. They're like, they do the same shit Jules does on game day and on. I mean, two of his best pitchers are right. two of the, who's, in, who's in my class and train with me and everything. So, um, nice. well, yeah, so I think um, – um volleyball i mean i mean I get the volleyball girl i mean it uh, I, I guess i probably got my hand in, in, in you know in a little bit of everything at the school 
mm-hmm. and everyone that um kind of got a relationship with at the school is probably performing very well at the sport. So nice. um, does the programming change from sport to sport? Is it like the 80, 20 rule? Like Louie talks about where 80% of it's going to be the same and you have like 20% specificity or I can't even talk, but <laughs> or is it with the kids? You're just trying to get them such a good base of GPP that. Yeah, I would say, um, I would say, uh, um, um, a handful so i probably can explain a little better this way so i do i do it like this so i got let's say um because someone asked me this well not everybody can be west side right away what if you got whatever um not everybody can um perform that way but there's a there's a a, again there's more than one way to skin a cat so anybody that's new um they're they're gonna do they're gonna do um pulls off blocks for their deadlifts, rack pulls, maybe some trap bar, um, using medicine balls and fat bells and um, kettlebells to do their box squats. So they're still performing a program. We're going to do band leg, uh, band leg curls to get their hamstrings strong, or I got the stand-up, um, I got the stand-up um, legend fitness leg curl. Um, the um, bench press, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna learn benching the proper way. They're gonna learn how to do speed bench, even if they're doing the bar. I'm a big uh, I'm a big um, a lot of people throw it out um, over the over the years. I'm big in the speed benching, and I always will be. I I think that um it creates um you know doing it right, not you know right. not bouncing weight off your chest and getting all crazy, <laughs> but just a, a controlled you know a controlled motion, and you know and that firing that bar back up. Uh, whether it's straight weight bands or chains or you know anything like that, I think I just think that the mental capacity that it puts into a a individual, either just a lifter or an athlete, it I think it just builds the central nervous system to react to right. putting that force behind the bar. Um, that's why I don't I don't believe in any ego lifting in the weight room. You know, um, so I mean, if a kid needs to move one thirty five and I need to see it moving that that's what he's sticking with. I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to go to 185 or whatever. And then right. it, it, it comes, which is great to have the Tendo units with uh, Paxton who brought his uh, Tendo unit. So you can really humble a lot of people with those who think they're moving the bar fast and you put them on, it's like 5.8. We go, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, really? I'm like, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and it's, and it's good to have Paxton. Cause I'll say Paxton, once you get on there and do it, he'll go and go boom and come up. And it's like 9.8. And I'm like, that's how you're supposed to come off the box. Um, so I think, um, so my program is set up kind of like a novice, beginner novice mm-hmm. into a, a JV, into a varsity. And then my, my last one for my, for my heavy hitters, such as Lou, who I post all the time, whatever, called dark side. <laughs> so they're, they're going, they're going like hardcore everything. Right. Um, so that's, that's like the full West side my... treatment. <laughs> What's that? That's like the full West side treatment in your, yeah, that, your that's, uh, yeah, that's like chains bands on the squat like, together i mean right. that's over that's the lighting method i mean they're getting it all so uh right. um so that's kind of how i set all the templates uh all the templates up and 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 kind of like um remember louis big thing is you got to pick out weaknesses to make people stronger right. so you can't really always stick to that template which i think a lot right. of people like get out all confused so i might have like bench um, you know, let's say a bench, let, let's say a five by five bench with a, with a near competition grip mm-hmm. followed by some, uh, you know, palms in dumbbells on the bench, 
some lap pull downs, some tricep work or whatever. And then mm -hmm. I'm going to put in there what, what else is needed. But I think right. a lot of people go, well, that, that template's a little vague. Like, no, you gotta, you know, I'm not going to go listing like 17 things on a, on the workout. As long as I can get that, <laughs> as long as I can get that athlete to accomplish those four things on there, five things. And then like my, or my assistant, myself will add on what, what everybody needs in the room. Someone's got weak uh, hamstrings. We're going to do a little more triceps, you know, their, 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 their chest, you know, um, that's I would say that's a majority with a lot of my athletes because so mm -hmm. many of the kids like to be like this on like the bench like and uh -huh. I move them out and I mean they go from like 185 to like 95 um and it's <laughs> like man you guys you gotta we gotta work this chest man we gotta get out there with right. the grip we gotta get some uh heavy dumbbell work in and and I mean um some rack presses going and uh it's just um it's it nowadays I don't know if you guys see it in uh your and um, with your kids or with your athletes, but that you, it's it's tough to get that kid out of their comfortability zone that they've been so accustomed right. to during the COVID, mm -hmm. following people on TikTok and Instagram and doing stuff like it's mm -hmm. like, wait a minute, the Trend Brothers, they they this is how they do their grip. Like, yeah. Why are we moving it out? What's Coach Devin <laughs> yeah. talking about? Um, right. It's hard to get them so to buy back into simplicity again. Once they came back from COVID, they want to do all the, like you said, the sexy fun stuff they see on TikTok and then just getting them to buy into the, cause you've got staples in your program. It sounds like that don't really change and just yeah. getting them to buy into that consistency is, is, is tough. Like kids don't like the simplicity stuff. They don't like the simple stuff. They're like, I want to do something else. This gets boring. And I'm like, well, this gets results. So what do you want here? Yeah. So. And, and it's, and you know, and it really, um, it can't really get boring with me because I'm also, uh, I'm also, um, a little bit like the, the West side persona with the, uh, <laughs> yo, we're rack pulling today. Whoever get whoever gets the biggest rack pool burger 25 on me. Nice. I mean, I do stuff like that where, you know, it would put the money in the bowl back in the day, the Louie crew, you know, yeah. and I'll, I'll get the guys in and, and go, nah, cancel that. Or I'll do like a rep day on the bench. So I'm always throwing, I, and I yeah. do all that mentally for the kid because I'll do a thing like a group lift. Uh, so I'll say, yo, put 135 on the bar. Maybe everybody's maxing that group's like 185. And I'll say, you four, you got 150 reps between the four of you to get this done. And those, <laughs> and each kid will do all these reps, and I'll be like, you should be benching like 275. Do you did like 40 reps on the on, with 135? <laughs> Your volume? I go, you, we got to, we got to get something's wrong here. So it's kind of a, so I make it and, and my, and my programs change all the time. I'm like three week waves. Um, if you were to, if you were to come in my office now, I didn't have it up last time, but I got a board up and I have almost 500 different things to do in mm. each template, each bar, the bars <laughs> that I got, everything. So wow. I got every, so it change. it can always change football bar, bam, bambell bar, right. bamboo bar, um, the Swiss football bar, the Cambridge football bar. Fat bar, uh, Donnie Thompson. We just got that the, the big uh his big bench bar, um. So there's so many things that you can you can never really get bored in in, mm -hmm. in my weight room within the program, because it's always it's always changing. Um, I would say that the kids really like the days that it's like board press day or something like that, because they're trying to maybe set a new PR or, um, you know. I'd probably say the most boring days. I don't know if you guys, it's probably the speed days. Yeah. That's what I was about to ask you actually. Yeah. I would say that's the most boring for the kids. Like they're like, they kind of get done and 
and I'm kind of good with it. I mean, like 40 minutes. Yeah. And they're kind of get done and they'll be like, anything else, coach? I go, you're good. And they're like, can I, uh, whatever? I go, no, get your shit and go home. Like, you're done, dude. Like, yeah. great day. You, <laughs> yep. you did your, you did what I asked you to do. You moved it. You looked awesome. All right. And it's like they leave, like, well, damn, did I even do anything? And it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even with, even with a, even if you're Dave Tate talk about a lot, even with a board press, like you get it pretty smooth, walk away. Like, you don't, you don't, take the next one and get buried into the board and you go, well, I failed on that, but I got the one before. Not really. You kind of failed on the day then because you did attempt another weight that you failed on. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so you really didn't win for that day. Um, that's a big one to get the kids to walk away. Like, damn coach, I smoked that floor press. I'm like, that was good. I was like five more pounds than you did like the last cycle we did it. So I said, that's, I'm good. Uh, that's what I get, Cohen said like, too. You know, um, so I think that's, uh, I think that's, uh, you know, that's a, that's a killer with the kids. And, um, you know, like I said, everything, everything that I see now that I deal with where the kids leave the way, like that speed day, I guarantee you. And I know so, because people tell me a lot of kids will go to a gym and do something else. Yeah. Like they'll feel like they really <laughs> didn't do anything. And I'll, I'll know about it. Cause like, they'll go with the strength and conditioning shirt on. And I'm like, you know, at least wear like something <laughs> else. I mean, someone else like, yo, Depp, you got this kid in here. What'd he do today? And I'm like, why? Uh, he's like, oh, he's like benching heavy. He's doing heavy dumbbells. Was, yeah, we did a speed bench day. He goes, well, he fucked that up, right? And I'm like, yeah, pretty much. So uh, <laughs> the whole day was wasted because it was a speed day, and he went and ended up doing, um, you know, he ended up going and doing a, um, basically a max effort max day, effort day. day, right on top, of it. <laughs> right on top. So that's a that's a tough one. I could see uh, that has changed um, within the within the program within the generations um, that I've I've dealt with is is that. Um, and, but with the culture you've built, it seems like getting that buy-in to get kids to do what you want them to do consistently over time, because they see the great results that you produce. Is that, is that something that's hard for you to do or to stymie or like to stop kids kind of in their tracks if they want to get off kilter or do something crazy or they're like, coach, we don't like this coach. We don't like this. You don't probably get a, co a lot of coach. We don't like this because they always refer back to the results or you can refer back to the results. Like, Hey, you want to be like this guy. This is kind of what they do. You want to be like this girl. This is what we do. So do you, do you, you can kind of curve that before it kind of creeps into your weight room. Can't you? Yeah. I mean, um, one, 100%. Um, it, you know, it, it, it it's, it's, it gets, goes back all the time. It's my way or the highway, yeah. um, all the time. <laughs> and I mean, it's funny because kids will say that, Listen, I always say this in every podcast too. There's some people out there that, that do something totally different in Westside that has some very strong, very strong um, outcomes from very strong athletes or kids, you know. And um, kudos to them. Um, it's just not what I do. Mm -hmm. Is what I tell everybody. Like, if we get to the Olympic list, it's just not what I do. Does it work for somebody else or whatever? I guess it does. But I got my, I got my reasoning and my beliefs to why I don't do them. And I can back it up with results about why I don't do them. And, and, um, but there's, you know, like I went to the, I went to the nationals and there were some strong ass kids there, man. I mean, uh, I mean, 17 year old kids squatting six, 700 pounds. Mm. And I'm like, damn, I was like, what kind of, and the, and the guy was, it was like this crazy, like kind of like this crazy, like nonchalant program they were doing. And I was like, damn, am I, and, and then I started thinking like, am I doing something wrong? Is it time to change? Because, <laughs> Man, this this kid, I mean, you know, we all look at Lou as a, you know, AK-47 Lou I post up as a very strong kid, 
but I mean, he would have been like a top 10 at the nationals wow. right. <laughs> at the, at the power of the American nationals. So, I mean, there are some dudes out there and some people doing some, um, you know, some other type of programming. And, and, and again, it comes down to maybe, maybe the kids I saw were just strong. They could have right. done a program. They could have done a Captain Crunch program. And came <laughs> That's in what and, I was about to ask. Like how many six, actual six feet, freaks are getting know? into powerlifting now? Like that could be a thing too, right? Like they're like, oh, well, we have athletic gifts and we're going to do powerlifting too. And and a, a guy that I talked to that was a long coach, um, a longtime coach there um, that I used to go back against in the Glenn Mills days. Um, he actually brought up, he said, the difference is that kids are lifting mm -hmm. so much earlier than, than, the, sure. than the previous yeah. generation. Yep. So kids are ready, uh, accustomed to a bench, a squat, maybe a deadlift that they were doing like 11, 12 years old with all their buddies in the basement or at the at these LA fitnesses or some type of training facility, maybe at a, a place like you guys, a whole like they already started training early. Mm -hmm. So, that, I mean, that kind of makes sense. You know, okay. you don't really get the kid coming in who who's benching the bar. Um, right. I still get a few of those. I get a lot of those. <laughs> I still get a lot of those. <laughs> no, I've been, I've really, I mean, Lou, Lou is probably my, Lou is probably my, Lou and a couple kids are probably my, you know, my kids that were, that I got that were already decently strong. Um, so that was a pleasure, but I get a lot of the kid. No, I, I, I get a lot of the kids the same, like probably you guys do like can't squat, can't, can't get into position to deadlift and Ugh. they're, they're benching the bar or they're, you know, they're all over the place, benching the bar, putting some weight on and they're just, you know, they're, they're, they're lats and their front deltoids can't hold the weight or, so we all, we all get that, but that, that's where I do the biggest smirk that I talk about because they all see that kid, which is the kid Santos I had. So this is a great story. So burger 25 kids, is the original great story, but this kid Santos um, <laughs> came to me and I thought he was from the grade school. I thought he was like still in the, in the grade school. He came to me about 106 pounds, skinny kid. And uh, he's like, I'm here to join powerless. And I was like, great are you in? He's like, I'm a freshman. I was like, what? And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, damn, dude, you look like you're like 10 years old. So right away, like everyone's like ah, laughing and whatever. And the kid's ready. He's done at this point already. Like He's like, damn, should I just turn around and leave now? So we get on and I mean, he can't do the bar mm. and I'm like, uh, let's go get the, I call it the girls bar. It's, it's the 30 pound bar. I mean, I should probably change that name with the, but I mean, everyone refers to it as the girls bar because when <laughs> the girls track, some of the track come in, they use that. And they're like, yeah, can we get the girls bar? So, so I go, let's go over here and get the girls bar, man. See what you got. He barely gets it for one. Mm. And I'm like, Ooh, I was like, damn, I'm gonna have to go to the curl bar. Um, so I was like, let's just uh, let's work with dumbbells. Let's work with you know. I got the Dynabody. Uh, I got all the other nice little toys to to train on. So it's so about a year later, and he's like, uh, Coach, I got a chance to go to this meet, and I was like, I think so. I'll tell you what, we'll see what you hit. We're gonna have a little mock meet. We see what you hit. That kid put up one fifty mm. on the bench, squatted two eighty five, and Jesus. pulled. 295 at 114 wow uh, like a year later and just went to nats this year and won and took first in the uh in the 14 16 wow. um, and took first how many sessions did that kid ever miss step not one exactly there you never go. misses he's hurt right now he has a pec strain oh. from that meat the nats he's got a pec strain like a, a weird one it's like up into like his uh collarbone one no. something weird well Was he uh 
he was complaining up to the meet. And I was like, come on, dude, really, you know, being deaf. Come on, dude, really? Like, what could be wrong? He's like, I don't know. I got this. It, it hurts right in here. And I was like, dude, we just got to get through the meet and do what you got to do. So we did. And he barely got his bench at the meet. He, he, he almost bombed. And he came over and he goes, oh, my God, it's killing me. And I was like, come on, dude, we got a deadlift, whatever, the whole nine. But, I mean, so anyway, <laughs> that's what he has. He has this severe, like, you know, almost like a tear. He hasn't missed a day of practice since he mm. been, since he, uh, he can't lift. And he comes every day. And our last meet, he came and wrapped everybody's knee wraps. Um, wow. And, again, that's that's just that's just my culture there. Yeah. Like, um. You know, you you, you got to start that off right away. Like some people like wait and they go, I got to change some things here. You're kind of, you're done. If it, yeah, if, it if the culture's yeah. out of control and then you just all of a sudden try to make this like, you know, this like how we say, I'm going to diet tomorrow after this Memorial Day weekend, <laughs> Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to start dieting. <laughs> you know, you're full of shit. <laughs> like you're going to eat the same way on Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. So I think that is the problem with a lot of um, weight rooms and things too is, is, um, is once that that culture is not established, like it's tough to get that. Yeah. Like the kids know, like they're wearing they're they're wearing Chuck the Chuck Taylors or high top uh, high top bands. They know they're coming in wearing a strength and conditioning shirt or their football shirt, Powerlifting shirt. They're wearing the DC shorts, and that's that's it. And there's no give. Uh, I go bye. They come in, and it's funny because people that have visited, kid will come in. They go Dep, I forgot my shorts. So bye. Like I don't even, and, and they turn around and they just leave, and then and then I and um again I got a lot of coaches that support it, so football guy will come in, do his attendance with me, and he'll be like, "Where's so-and-so? so?" I go, "Oh, no shorts." He's like, "You're kidding me!" Right on his phone, texting texting the kid, you know. Um, right. Accountability is huge. Same thing for my classes. Uh, yeah. I have a uniform for class. I mean, so it's the the kids, you know, to go back. Also, you were saying like, how do they know like? where uh what what your kind of standards are and what you're looking to do i mean they kind of know from the first day of class and the first day when they get here for the weight room for like let's say this summer we're going to incoming freshmen we're going to play football maybe soccer i usually have a meeting um and i and i go over everything right away that and basically the meeting is about this is no place to bullshit there's no cell phones going to be out this is no place to come and think you're going to bullshit we're here to work and all we do is and, and produce here and um you know you'll get your kids that buy in you'll get your kids that kind of the that are that are scared to um to buy in you know right. we, we get a couple of those football kids that like to go to lifters lair or la fitness and do their thing because they know that tommy who's the power lifter is stronger than them and they can't they can't deal with it mm. because tommy's never like the santos doesn't miss a day mm -hmm. i'm talking about my kid uh, i call thomas to train um, they know that they can't mess with Tommy to train, so they don't always want to be there when Thomas has his 225 on with strong bands and they're not able to do that in their head. They can't deal with that. Mm -hmm. Um, so we get those, we get those, we get those kind of, uh, they want to be their own hero where they go with their, with the with their, with their crew. Um, so, um, I get that sometimes, um, the uh, the one thing that I was actually going to do a uh, uh, do a hey Instagram thing on, but I had to do like fifty <laughs> of them to put it out there. The you one can do thing it on that here if I, you want. just do it on here, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
So the one thing I really wanted to say, like after the last powerful meet, I had like the four fo- four or five football guys in. I had a wrestler. I had the swimmer kid. Um, I had a, this my power, a couple of my powerlifters. But like the kids are the athletes, but people really don't understand the remarkable outcomes that are going on. Is that I'm taking like kids coming off of football into December. So because we've been always going to the playoffs. So we're into December. Yeah. And they start lifting in January. I'm going to give you an example. This is, so I'll be uh, more clear about what I'm trying to express. Is my kid that I posted, Kai, I call Big Country. His name's um, Kai Pritchard. He's a freshman. He's 6'5", uh, 275 pounds. Mm. And he started for us last year. He started offensive tackle, got thrown to the Wolves, got like all county, everything. Uh, a phenomenal kid. Really nice kid, not strong at all when I got him. He couldn't squat. He couldn't do shit. I mean, he was probably benching like 95 pounds. <laughs> wow. Okay? So we go through football, and he's doing his little lift for football, which, you know, is is a more of a maintaining thing. But, you know, newer people can get strong in season because they're really not that seasoned in lifting yet like Lou would be. Like, um, you know, um, so he got a little bit stronger in season as as time went on. But, I mean, he really didn't get into the nitty-gritty of, of of training into, like, about mid-January when he came off a break. So, if you think about it, this kid is an athlete that's producing the way that he was. We go to a meet now on May the 20th. So, you're talking – and we already had Easter break in there, so he missed a week. We had Catholic schools week when he missed a week. So, it wasn't even, like, constant, constant, constant training. Um, And he went to a meet. And he performed a three a three twenty five squat, a two uh, a two twenty five bench, and like a three eighty five deadlift mm. in that short amount of time as an athlete. To me, it's remarkable, mm-hmm. and that's the part that people don't see. He's not a power lifter. He's a kid right. like Jules. She's a, a, a an athlete performing these type of of lifts and performing this way. Jules didn't lift all summer, dude, and in 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 November went to her first meet. And 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 hit all PRs only after two months of training, and I mean, so you 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 can't you can't make it up, you, you can't bullshit about it. I mean, conjugate and and being all about it works one one thousand percent. Um, and it, and it, it, I listen when I first went there, like I said, I thought of this. Uh, these are the three sports I thought of: track wrestling and football when i first went into west side that it works for 1000 percent. watching the pen presses watching all the uh pools watching reverse hyper gluten ham just everything that you watch i related it right away and again i was i was this young buck observing all this and i just said this shit works for for athletes right away and then when we put it to the test at glenn mills i mean uh you can't you can't deny it so I really just wanted to put out there, like, you know, like people are seeing these lists by some of the kids. I mean, look at Lou. So football, he's an all-state football player. And he's ready back putting up 440 on the bench. Last year he was 405. Mm-hmm. Um, his squat was 485. Now he's 515, 525. His pools were 495, 500. He pulled 575 at the meet. Mm-hmm. You're talking but and you're talking about a halftime power lifter, if I'm making sense. <laughs> with all yeah. the, what like how I'm like they're, that's because we're training the same way in season. We just cut down the volume and the percentage a little bit, but right. we're training the exact same way in season. And I think that is the, that is the key. 
um, you know, <clears throat> these programs, man, that you guys probably see it. You know, a kid's a kid is like this summer, everyone's gonna be hammered. Get to the weight room, get your conditioning in. And then when the football season starts, they don't lift no I'll more. Stop, yeah. Makes no sense. So if you got that kid who benches 300, you got him to bench 300 and squat 300 and deadlift 300, and then you stop lifting, what are you going to do? All, you're going to do that again the next offseason? Makes mm-hmm. no sense. It's a waste of time. You know, it makes yeah. no sense. And then the Definition fake of insanity. I always post all the fake shit out there. Your record will speak for yourself. I mean, <laughs> listen, some people can win with a bunch of athletes. I get it. But, like, when people go – I got five guys squatting 600 and that bullshit I posted the other day where the kid that went down about, you know, an inch. Right. And I look up their record <laughs> and they won like two games in 10 years. That's why you suck. Cause you're bullshitting everybody. You're fluffing everything. <laughs> you know, you're fluffing it. Um, you know, just like after the softball game and, and um, the other, when they mercy the team and they're damn, this girl, those girls are strong and they're big as shit. And like, you know, everyone's like, yeah, they're on the Powelton team. Like, the moms are all yelling. And they're like, what? Like, the other team's like a Powelton team. They're like, yeah, they power lift or whatever. And they're like, I guess that's what they do. I mean, I think we hit nine, ten home runs wow. that day. So, that, um, it's do you You said you have a hard relationship with a baseball coach. Do you feel like it's just still that old stigma of baseball players shouldn't train or baseball players shouldn't lift, especially pitchers and things like that? Because I have tried – I like baseball. That's kind of my area, and I want to make yeah. baseball players better. But getting them to the weight room seems to be a large challenge because of the whole get too bulky BS and all that crap. Um, well, you're one thousand percent right, but I'm, I'm gonna even take it a step further. Right away, he was like, "All he knows is powerlifting." Yeah, that's how that's how he, he stereotyped me the first time he got there. Yeah, and he's a good coach. He's a great coach. He's like a, he played in the minor leagues for a very long time. He uh he's really good friend uh, uh friends with Todd Frazier who's from here. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. The guy the Todd father. Yeah, I yeah. mean and they're real good friends and um and um just right away like <laughs> like the stuff that I heard and I was like um uh, you know it I I knew where it was going and then Jules and softball, like I'm just like, is this guy not getting it? Yeah, like, like you have good carry over there. So it's like you so would think that he would buy in. That well, and now his one pitcher who's the relief is my power lifter. Mm. He's my 132 guy with a 1200 pound total. Like uh mm. um he's stronger than anybody on the on the uh, so he's one thirty-two with uh his raw he, he goes raw and single ply. Um his raw was uh 215 bench, 295 squat, and like a 365 pull. And then he went gear. He went um, 285 bench, uh, 405 squat, and a 415 deadlift. He's 132. He mm. kills anybody. And they did like a test day at this place. He absolutely destroyed everyone on the team. What's um, how, how hard does that guy throw? Do you know, Depp? Do you have any? He throw he throws pretty hard. I, I think he may throw um and I think he may throw. I heard he's got a hell of a curve. Um, I think he's in the in the eighties. But he's one hundred and thirty two pounds, and he's throwing. He's. He, I heard he. <laughs> uh, I heard he throws in the eighties. Wow. And yeah, he's one thirty two. Um, he he actually competed in one meet at one twenty three last mm. year. He's like one thirty four right now, and he comes in and it's funny. And the people are probably like, "What the?" And boom, he, and he starts throwing smoke and and um, but I'm like, "How do you not get it?" Like, yeah. And and I just sit back and it, it's just like it's, it's less worry for me, 
um, when some coaches are like that, like, you know what, like I'm busy as it is. So, you know, if this one sport wants to go um, to this place and go train and do hitting and whatever, then, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But the kids will say, yo, Depp, you're going to be around this summer, right? I want to lift or whatever. And it's just, and I just go, you know, <laughs> I don't hold it against the kids at all. And I go, yeah, I'm going to be here. You're going to come. And they're like, oh, definitely. I'm going to come. I want to keep training with you. So, you know, um, he'll probably never admit it. Um, but yeah, I think he has that, what you said too, like the pit, but here you go with your, your, your guy, who's your relief guy. And he's, you know, he's, he's doing pretty well for you. And, uh, you know, he's my power lifter. So it goes back to what I say, like, how, how can you, how, how can you, how can you, how can you argue it? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So, but I got that with Jules right away with the coach. And now, I mean, the coach did a whole story on me. I mean, you talk about night and day. She yeah. was totally against any of those girls training with me. And now the whole team, she's actually got me talking at her softball camp uh, this summer. And um, <laughs> wow, it's just, it's night and day, man. That's but awesome. I mean, she was like, wait a minute. We got something here. It's like, <laughs> This girl was like kind of like she was okay, but I mean, like this girl's coming in like jacked up now, like her next year, and she's throwing hard as shit. Like, what are you doing? And she's like, Oh, I joined the powerlifting team. What? You can't do that. And then all of a sudden, hey, get the other girls to start joining. Sounds, sounds like she wants to win finally. Yeah, she's well, like, I, I want to win. Well, I went to the first game, dude, and they called all the girls out, and I went, Damn, the whole powerlifting team on the field. <laughs> <laughs> and they're they're like, Yo, Dad, they're all like piecing me out out there and stuff. And uh, one girl hit the home run. Uh, oh, she's she's like, um, she's a great girl. This uh, Janek's girl, uh, name's um, Katie Janek. She hits like this bomb, and she's like, "Yo!" Hits pounds her chest. Yo, Depp, <laughs> pounding her chest, running the bases. Wow. And uh, you know, just like our football kids, um, our running back uh, Calhoun, he'll run and score and go west side and do do the thing as he's uh, running down the field. So it's it's like that stuff's like awesome to see. That's like, uh, you know, that's where I think the the kids, that's where the buy-in begins, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's where the culture and the buy-in begins, right? When they start doing well, then they're like, they're like, oh, shit. Like, yo, Depp, I was wrestling this weekend. I threw this kid like down to the mat and pinned him like, and he's like, man, I'm getting strong as shit. And you just see how happy they are. And I'm like, this this is only beginning. Do you been Mm -hmm. living like three months? So, um, I, I would say that's the, I would say that's like the reward. Um, that's the reward in it. Um, I would say the downfall in it for what I do is probably, uh, knowing I'm, I'm going to stick on Jules here. Jules is going to go away to South Florida and we know what kind of lifting she's going to do. <laughs> um, we know she's probably gonna be a little discouraged. And she's probably going to be told that your coach was full of shit and he didn't know what he was doing. So I would say that's a discouraging thing um, in my field and is um, is that because all the kids always ask me, yo, coach, um, we got Michael Thomas. He's like, he's like, yo, Depp, um, how's the pit program? Do you know? Like, I really liked it there. And I go, I don't know, man. I said, maybe the guy Bird will know or whatever. And um He's like, how about Penn State? And I'm like, mm. I was like, I saw a couple things. Uh, I said, look, so I basically just hit it to the kid. I go, if you're looking to do what we're doing, <laughs> it's nowhere, <laughs> no school. Right. So then what kind of sucks? Well, how come we do it? You guys see what I'm saying? And right. then the kids start going, how come we're doing it? If nobody else is doing it. 
And then that's when I kind of get that, you know, if you ever really been around Louis where you kind of like get him pissed off, he'll start this throwing numbers out. And I got 15 <laughs> people, spot a thousand pounds. What are you talking about? I got a girl. It's all time pass. And like, he'll just start going ape shit. And I'll, I'll just kindly, like, I'll take a deep breath and go, everyone out there sucks. That's all I can tell you. I said, are you strong, Mike? He's, you know, he's like, damn, yeah. You know, Michael Thomas actually went from 160 to 205 in two years and benched probably 95 pounds. Now he's benching in like 275, 285. And he's a big time believer. And his, his dad is, his dad's actually a big time, like lifting dude, like probably more bodybuilding side. But I mean, he's like, whatever you're doing with that dude, keep doing it. And, um, you know, he has 20 some offers right now. And, uh, you know, and it's just like, where do I go Depp? Like, where can I keep doing this? And, I'm, you know, it's just not going to happen, man. But, and then again, like I said, then the kids go, well, why are we doing it? And this and that. And and then I got to go with this long thing. Like, just people suck, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's just, <laughs> they just suck. Like, you're going to get weaker. You know, um, then I get that argument. Well, college is different than what depth does, whatever. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, don't try to use that argument that it's different. Don't try to use the argument that there's not enough time to do a website program. I got that a thousand times. Um um, I mean, how long does it take so, you start to finish with your kids? You can just spell uh, that rumor right there. It's and every I got and it's all it's all on a timer. It's all dialed yeah, exactly. down. So, so I mean, speed days. I'll give tops forty minutes and and fifty five sixty minutes on max effort days. Yeah. We're moving. That's my class. My classes are my classes are fifty five sixty minutes. Gotta go. So after we get changed, we're rocking and rolling yeah. and getting the program done. Um. And it's also a way to keep kids accountable is what's big for me, where it's like, yo, dude, you still got gluten ham left. There's like five minutes left. Let's get it, man. Gotta go. Let's start yep. moving. So um, that's really good. And listen, I think it's I think I think it's just a great program because you kind of know what you're going to do. And I mean, I know my kids are blessed because now, I mean, people that visit me go, dude, you give every kid a friggin' their own personal workout. I'm like, yeah, man, it's like a eight week program. And they're like, that's crazy as shit. But the kids respect it because they'll send me writing numbers down. Or like, Depp, you do all these? And I go, yeah. They're like, damn, you're crazy, man. You do all these programs and fill them out every day and, and switch this and that. And I'm like, yeah. I go, that's how I try to be the best. And But, you know, kids kids, kids see that. They see it and they go, damn, like, coach really gives a shit. Like, oh, mm -hmm. like when they miss, I'm like, well, where were you? Uh, I, uh, no excuse, dude, because now you only lifted two days this week. How are you going to progress in the program? Not going to happen. So in my program, if you don't get your weeks in, you go back to the pre you stay on that week. Yeah, I like that. Yep. So uh, I mean, if next week is bands or chains, like I'm not, and you didn't do your straight weight, I'm not putting you on bands and chains mm -hmm. next week. So that keeps a lot of kids honest. Um, yeah, I love those responses. Kids are like, "Why did you give me the same thing I had last week?" I'm like, "Cause you weren't here. You weren't here for three days. What are you? What are you talking about? We can't go forward. <laughs> no, what are you talking about? We're still stuck." So um That's you got and you got to keep yeah you got to keep um i believe the athletes has got to be you got to keep them accountable like you know i used to be so uh um i mean would run myself crazy as i got older i got smarter going i'm basically here you you're here to help yourself mm -hmm. i'm here to do i'm here to make it work for you but you got to put the time in and do the work yeah and like if if a kid doesn't want to come like i used to be so crazy about it I, I kind of don't even get into that crazy mode anymore because they're only hurting themselves. Yeah, there you go. And a lot, and since I'm in with a lot of the coaches, like I'll let the coach take care of it. 
like we have a wrestler that's really good and I'll say coach he just he's giving me a shit effort he's 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 in the class like two out of two out of five days and and he's like I'll take care of it you know kids attitude will change coming back in but and it's like the kid's like a really good I mean he's like a good ass wrestler and I'm like dude you just gotta buy into this man like dude you know you think I'm like a, an asshole, but I'm only in your shit because I see how good you could be if you just bought into this into this program, man. Like, you know, you'll be you'll be first or second on the podium, not third or fourth, man. If you could just buy in, mm. and he's going like he's getting recruited to go to the next level, and and I'm kind of like, dude, like, do you know what's going to be involved at the next level? You think this is hard? You're going to be waking up breakfast running like for wrestling. Forget about it, right? whole different animal than football um and i'm like if you're not making like and this is my thing too my big selling thing is if you're not making it here do you really think all of a sudden like this kid is going to wake up yep. and 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 change when he gets to college it ain't going to happen yep. he's going to be home working at applebee's waiting on the table because <laughs> he dropped out of school didn't work out for him the coaches suck you know we all hear it but the reality is is that you just couldn't hang because you didn't do what you needed to do in your high school. Yep. And that's my big thing to these guys. Like you guys have no idea what you're about to get into. Yep. No idea what you're about. And especially wrestling. Like I said, it's gotta be a different animal. This kids that tell you they can't make it in season or can't train in season and do this and do that. I'm like, well, okay, then don't tell me you want to play at the next level or at X, Y, Z. Cause it ain't happening. It's not going to happen. Not, not, um, not at all, man. So I think, um, I think that, uh, you know, and people ask me, "Yo, Depp, your Powelton team, like a, you know, it's it's it like now they got to come train. You want to be on my team? You got to come all summer. You get Powelton season ended for the spring. You don't say, oh well, I'm not. I'll just see Depp in the fall time when we get back to school. You got you got to be here all summer to mm. continue on the team. And that's my 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 success really is my discipline. Yeah. Um, with the kids and um, and it's hard. It is hard at our school because kids are from all over. Um, as I always tell you guys, I always got to answer for everything now. So my kids are also at that school too. And they did travel things also travel softball, my daughter, my son, baseball for a while, um, basketball, travel, volleyball. Um, I had to make it happen. Yeah, there you go. And so when you say like, you can't get somewhere, I'm like, well, how come? And they're like, <laughs> my parents were asking me why you asked that. And I was like, because I'm a parent here and I had to do the same thing I'm asking you to do. So, um, it's called making sacrifices. Of course, I'll get an email or a phone call. <laughs> uh, what did you mean by that, Mr. Depp? And I'm like, well, I'll just give you my scenario, my story. And, you know, and, and some people are like, oh, wow. Like you're really, that's, that's awesome. You could do that. I don't know if I could do that. I mean, my daughter once played, uh, travel ball an hour and 40 minutes away, dude. And, um, I would leave work. I would, I would, uh, get everybody down in the weight room, jump in the car and, and have to go up near Rutgers university um, and drop my daughter off, hang out somewhere and come back. I mean, so we, you make sacrifices yeah. and um, I wanted my daughter to, to be the best. And also it, it's a, it's a, it's a role model thing that you're setting for your own children. Mm. Like, you know, I couldn't say no to my kid. I couldn't say no to my daughter. Um, so even like this, like they're like, damn, Depp, you're going to bounce back quick off this surgery, right? Now, you know, the kids at the school, I'm like, 
yeah, I'll probably be back squatting in like six weeks. And they're like, <laughs> they laugh and they go, that ain't lying. He's crazy. <laughs> but it's not like, it's funny when they say crazy, but it's like, like, it's just like, he's like, I want them to see like motivation mm -hmm. like that. I'm not going to like sit down there and go, well, I tore my meniscus or, you know, and, and mope around. I want them to like, when I got, when I, um, I mean, any injury I had that kids have been around, they're just like, you know, even a, I got a couple of kids that's graduated and um, that we were talking, we were, we were talking last week. Um, one kid, Eddie, that you guys met, he just graduated from Delaware and uh, he's coming home. He's like, can't wait to train. And all. I go, yeah, it's going to be a little bit. And um, he goes, come on coach. He goes, you'll be squatting the day after you get your surgery. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, that's like cool to hear that a kid, like a kid thinks that way. Like, you know, he, he was like just laughing, going, Coach will be squatting the day when he, the day he gets out of surgery, he'll try to do some kind of one legged squat or something. So I think um um doing what you do too, um, in a weight room, your actions in the weight room, um, how you how you um is another way to build that culture to set that standard. Um, you know. Um, we have fun in the weight room. I'm, I don't think you can always be 1,000% like ready to rip people's heads off. Um, we have fun, but I, I, I think that most of the kids um, in the program know like, yo, Coach Depp is pissed off today. Like they kind of like, you know, they kind of sense it and, um, you know, keep the joke in or something yeah. down, to, down to a minimum. Mm -hmm. So, um, but uh So I think that's building a culture. I think that's the way you have to go about it. And it, I think it all starts with discipline and accountability. That's probably the main things that people ask me that are, you know, how do you do what you do in the school and the setting and, and you know, handling all the – because you got to remember in that class that I do, that's a whole different bunch of people. could be like yeah. a soccer player, a non-athlete, non a football kid, an advanced powerlifting kid. I mean, everybody's in that class mixed in. Um, mm. So, I mean, you got to kind of uh, – really uh really have a plan together it could uh it could uh blow up real quick <laughs> um because you know kids you know some kid will start uh swinging on blast straps in the rack or something if they're not doing something or you don't get to them <laughs> soon enough or you know some kids like you know in the changing room they'll be in the changing room being like oh i didn't know we were coming out yet like dude it's been 15 minutes you're still in the changing room um so i mean you know there's 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 times where you gotta you know you really gotta uh Again, you got to make the make the kid accountable and and, uh, and stay on top of them. So, um, probably me in a in a nutshell, I guess. Um, any other like training question or thing? Uh, I don't have any more questions mind? for you, Deb. Nathan, do you have any questions? No, me? I I really just wanted to hear about how you've built your culture in your weight room, and I think you've you did a fantastic job of touching on yeah. all those points for me. So that was. That was awesome, Mark. We really appreciate you coming on today, man. Yeah, we need no, to have you back awesome. sometime, and you um, can tell us the West Side stories you have. Yeah, right. Get really excited. I always think I always think of one like after like Tom talking with people, and I always think of like, oh, this one time that this you know I just uh, you know, um, it's funny because some people have uh, recently asked me. I guess uh, <clears throat> Tom's gonna go try and do a, a side project. I guess maybe it seems like a you know, kind of do his own flair on things and whatever. And, uh, you know, it is what it is and so be it. But I mean, some people have asked me like, would you go to West? Like, you know, 
I went to Westside, man, to be in that atmosphere, um, to be around Louie and and just the just the stories. I mean, that was vacation for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, taking a week, taking a week. I mean, I, I mean, it was just like it was vacation. I mean, um, I enjoyed it that much just to uh, sit down with a dude who, who, who loved strength so much to just to be able to hang out and hang out with a bunch of strong dudes and women, strong women that were in the place and uh, pick people's brains. And, um, you know, that I, you're not going to, you're not going to reincarnate that. You're not going to reinvent that. That that was a one-time gig. And um, that's just my feeling on it. I know that other people want to see Westside go on and prevail into the athletic sports world and all, but I mean, really, I mean, it was already doing that. I mean, I'm doing it. I've been doing yeah. it all these years. I mean, there's some other people out there that's been, you know, that's been doing it with athletes and, um, you know, it's, it's really nothing. It's really nothing. It's, it's nothing new. Um, <clears throat> I, I think the, <clears throat> I think, excuse me, I think the battle for kind of reinventing Westside is going to be kind of like, well, who are these guys? Everyone knew everybody at Westside and what they were all about. I think, right the reinvention will be, well, who are these guys or, you know, um, what, what have they done? What are their, you know, what are their accomplishments? accomplishments? What, what have they done? Uh, you guys feel what I'm, what I'm getting yeah, like, yeah. What I'm trying mm-hmm. to say, like what, yeah. you know, you knew Louie and his stable of guys, what they were all about, you know, what right. Louie was all about and you knew everyone in there, like so-and-so squat at 900 so-and-so used to be a UFC fighter and he's, he's now lifting and squats 800. I mean, you, you had this, so I think for it to take off on a on a different um, playing field, it's going to have to really uh, really answer those questions for people to really buy in, especially especially into the um, the athletic world, like trying to still reach out to like colleges to believe in a, a, a conjugate system, mm-hmm. you know, even private people to believe in it. Um, you're going to have to bring that um, because I mean. Really, it was. I mean, if you really want to break it down, probably Louis' last five years is when people in the film kind of brought West Side out. Mm, I mean, right. I mean, um, that's probably how West Side really got out was kind of the was kind of the film and kind of Louis starting to put some content out there through some of the podcast stuff. Louis mm. starting to put some videos out towards the end of guys jumping on fifty inch boxes and and he had fighters in there and whatever, and that kind of like started to you know that started to kind of open the eyes up of uh, some of the the people who are, who are um, strength coaches. Right. I mean, and a lot of people didn't know that about Louie. Well, I mean, times I was there, I ran uh, Boyles who was from the Jaguars was there, you know, um, Michael Thomas from the saints. We did box squats together. Um, <laughs> the um, what's a crazy long hair guy's name from the Mangold was there one time when I was there, a couple of dudes from like, uh, um, Cleveland, uh, the Cleveland Indians. I mean, and a lot of people didn't know that, like people that there were right. some people there doing some things, you know, but Lou was also that guy, like he didn't really care. Mm-hmm. I he mean, wanted the power lifters. <laughs> yeah. I mean, later on, later on, he started to care and they started to put the content out. Um, but they kind of like, like Louie never wanted to do the movie. I mean, Louie, right. I mean, that's kind of why the samurai book was by Louie. Cause he want he like, he wanted to be like, him tell it not someone else i guess i mean i don't i don't really know what that was all about but i mean i mean the guy just he didn't care 
he knew like what he was doing and what he had and you know he just didn't care um right. so i think um you know it'll remain it, it'll uh you know it'll in time we'll see how how it goes but when louis died westside died like it says right. in the movie and the door closes and that's you know like no i would not um I would not go back. I would not visit. Um, it's 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 over. I'm only going to try to live the legacy on by doing what I do, and um, and give credit where credit's due. And when the haters come out, and I, I try to try to silence them or whatever, and and um, I guess that's the uh, you know that's the that's the only way that I can uh, I guess pay back Louie for all the the times that I got to pick his brain and hang out down there. So, and that's one reason why I'm doing those Instagram things I've been doing. I did the three track ones. Mm -hmm. I've been doing, putting those uh, stories up. Mm -hmm. I did the track ones. Uh, Alyssa Wilson, uh, the the cross country girl was probably the most phenomenal story. Um, Cause who would have thought uh, West side for a cross country girl. Um, <laughs> and um, so I got, I'm going to, I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep doing those. And this like, again, like, people that read those they go damn like i want to bash this guy but i really can't because like he's not <laughs> lying like he's not lying like he did this shit and this girl like or this kid or this guy i mean the one i'm gonna do next is gonna be on my first female powerlifting girl who's a cheerleader and that one's gonna like just blow people up <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's gonna be i mean she went to top 10 in the world in four years uh i mean i mean <laughs> thousand five pound total at one at 109 wow I mean, I mean, it, I mean, even like, that's why I'm saying, like, I would tell, like, Louie was so great that I would, it was just awesome. I'd say, hey, Lou, guess what? He'd be like, what's she doing? But then, you know, I'd be like, Louie, she just spotted like 305 at like 109. He's like, Jesus Christ, we're on the other side. You know, <laughs> and, um, that's, uh, you know, and luckily I had kids that got to go there. I mean, how many people can say that, dude? I had like right. students that got to go train at Westside. Yep. That they, they went there just to train. Like they're like, yo, Depp, my dad's taking me to West Side. Can do you think Louie will let us like lift? <laughs> I was like, Oh, let me call him up. And I'm like, You guys are going to West Side. They're like, Yeah, we want to go check it out. And they did. <laughs> wow. I mean, so I mean, uh, mm. and and the one time I went with I went with a kid and his dad, and like Vogerpool's like training a kid. I'm like, how like that kid'll never forget that. Wow. Like Vogerpool right. that people think's like this animal. I mean, he's over there like showing a kid like a how to deadlift better in sumo he's got him box squatting and he's like sit back more like i mean it was just awesome and like that's the shit people don't know about people don't see right that was uh you know um yeah i mean it, you know it was crazy in there at times whatever but i mean yeah you're going to let's listen you're going to, when people come see me i'm also that guy walking around like what are they doing here like uh yo Luke, go put 405 on the bench try hit three like you know like the same thing i mean some people are like oh they were kind of like you know kind of like assholes when you showed up or whatever i mean listen i thought we was gonna fight when we first went into the uh demers with all the coach i mean we took 10 dudes down there and you know four or five of the guys were like lift power lifters in usapl you know um I was the football guy, like coming in like a badass. Like, well, I just got done college football. I'll, I'll take somebody out in here, like, and like Lou, Lou ate that. He loved it. I mean, that was the first thing to me. He's like, "What you a ball player?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. How strong are you?" I'm like, "I don't know. I'm pretty strong. 
go pull those bands up right there. I couldn't even get off the ground. He goes, Jesus Christ, son, you're not strong at all. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, they want, does he want to fight? <laughs> um, so I mean, I mean, yeah, and I mean, it, they were doing box squats, and I mean, it, the play, the music loud. You can't even hear Louie talking because they got ACDC full blast on an old home, uh, you know, speakers <laughs> that you would have <laughs> here. No, like the 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 the, the like nineteen eighty speakers that are like ready to blow out. <laughs> it's all the way up. They're four feet tall. Yeah, and you, yeah, and you got the other guy rubbing the blue ointment on them, you know, and it smells absolutely horrible. And um, I mean, just this, this awesome times, man, and just to just to be able to say, I like I got to be in that time with with those at that place is 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 just, I mean, pulling the sled over here, pop, pop, pop. I'm like, damn, Lou, what's that? He goes, oh, they shooting each other out back in those apartments. They crazy some bitches out there, and I'm like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, one guy goes, yeah, look at my car. They shot my car the other day, a stray bullet. I'm like, we're out here pulling sleds. <laughs> so you had to be that type of person to buy into that, though, if you guys feel me. Like a lot of people, oh, yeah. like, yo, that mm-hmm. dude's a quack. Or, yo, those dudes are all just juiced up uh, convicts. I mean, some people just couldn't buy into what Louis was selling and what they were selling. Like right away, I was like, yo, I want to hang out with these dudes. Like, you know, and even the people there were less like, you know, a couple conservative coaches we had, but like some guys is like, yo, man, this I'm gonna lift tomorrow with these dudes. And I was like, I don't know if I'm lifting, man. I, I said, I can't even lift with that girl. That was Amy Weisberger at the time. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know if I can lift with her. And uh well my one dude Willie did, man. He he went head to head um him, Chuck and uh Rob Fusner. And uh, you know, they were box squatting seven, eight plates, and uh it was just like awesome. And I mean, he was like he was like, yo, we're going to start this up when we get back. And and then we got our little group. And that's kind of how, like, I got into powerlifting myself was mm-hmm. starting to, like, train it. And I, that's why I always say you got to practice what you preach and you got to be about it. You can't you can't be talking about it if you can't also be about it mm-hmm. in some way. Listen, I know I'm not going to be able to be the person I used to be 10 years ago um, and probably getting this surgery maybe even five years ago. But, like, I'm still going to be able to – show a kid I can do the things that I'm asking them to do. And right. I think um to go back to Nathan with that, um, with building that culture, Matt, the kids know that. Yeah. Like, and especially with my assistant who's very he's a grappler. He's like uh he's like ranked now. Um he he's uh if you follow that world, he's a, he trains with Tom DeBloss. I was gonna say he trains with Tom, huh? Yeah, who's like God. So uh <laughs> him and Todd him and Todd went and he got he got out of Todd's move. He got out really? of uh, the blossoms, wow. uh, one of his moves, <laughs> and he's like, "This kid's fucking strong." So I mean, he's he's been a, doing the West. He knew it, but now I tweaked it on him. Like, you got to start doing this and that. And he's, you know, he's. So I mean, kids see him like, damn, like pack, like they look at him because he's kind of like you met him. He's kind of quirky, you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. and and whatever. But all the kids now are like, damn, he's strong as shit. What? So they see it. <laughs> So I think you got to be about that to be successful and also building that, uh, building that program and building that culture. Um, right. Yep. You know, so, and, and again, I'll go back to like Westside and Lou. I mean, that was Lou. I mean, Lou's jumping in at 60 years old, like, oh shit, I'll pull that rack pool or whatever. I mean, he's jumping in and I mean, that's what, I, that's what killed him. He couldn't do it anymore. I mean, Lou died from, from, from boredom. I mean, that's really how he died. I mean, probably had some shit going on, but I mean, he just, he just didn't want to be there anymore Uh, in person. I think just in life, his presence, he just couldn't do what he, he wanted to do anymore. That's all he had with dude. 
you're talking about a dude that spent his whole life at the gym. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. his whole, I mean, I, like I said, that first time I went, yeah, we'll be back here for the night crew about seven. I'm like what? He goes, yeah, we got out here about 10 o'clock. We'll go get something to eat. And I'm like, it's all day. This guy. I mean, it was like, it was all, <laughs> I mean, I mean, they didn't miss a meal though. That's for damn sure. I remember <laughs> eating breakfast, getting lunch, getting dinner. I mean, it was on the clock, getting a snack. I mean, uh, they, they definitely didn't, uh, they definitely didn't miss anything. Um, but, uh, like I said, I, I miss it, man. I miss it. I, I really look forward to like when I used to make the trips and, um, you know, and, um, just to see what was new. I mean, that was also big, like just something new. Like I had to go see it. That's why when people say, well, we tried that West side, it didn't work. You didn't really try it. Mm. You didn't try it. You never, you never took time to learn it. You didn't right. try it. I mean, that I've been um, trying it for almost three years now, and I feel like I just now have an understanding of it. <laughs> it you're, and you're, it does. It takes it. That's why kids got. That's the hardest thing. You, you and you go back to Nathan's thing. That's the tough. That's tough, man. Because mm-hmm. it takes a while to get. I mean, like I, I just talked about that Kai kid. I'm gonna come on here next year, and we're gonna talk about how he's squatting 500. Right. You know, and he's a ball player who's gonna probably be six six, 280, 290 pounds by then. Which is incredible, you know. You saw the video. Everybody's like, "Damn, dude, that kid can bend." I mean, I, I go, that, "I mean, that's a USA Pale squat he did." Um, so that's even more impressive that the kid's able to bend. And so that also goes back to my argument where, oh, well, you do box squats, you can't squat. Well, I just that kid was in box squat, and he, he's maybe done a few free squats, getting ready for the meet. So all I did was take the box away, and boom, there you go. I got the video right. proof right there in the meet. He's squatting three, four inches below parallel. Mm. Um, so, um, I think that, um, yeah, I know I kind of got off, off track, um, a little bit <laughs> with that one, but, uh, but again, I, I think this with, with, um, with, with the dismissing the West side, just that, uh, just that, um, going there and that, just the, just, just with the guys. And, and I know what I want to say, I want to say, even me, I had to, when Louie would tell me something new they were doing, I'd be like, Lou, thank you. But when I get there, I want, I want to do it. And I want you to show me. That's just like with board pressing box squat. When people say, Oh, it didn't work for me. And then I, I say, what the hell were you doing? Like that, what, what the hell you call that? <laughs> like, that's not a box water. I mean, there's right. guys that ask me to come out like to a college, like somewhere. And they'd be like, yeah, we're doing boards and boxes. And we're, um, and I'd look and go, what is that? Dude? I mean, I mean, like, you know, come down, you know, board press. I mean, you hear like, you hear like a smack on the board and they're like barely getting weight <laughs> up, feet are coming up off the ground. I'm like, dude, what is that? And they're like, we board press. And I go, nah, dude. I go, you're not even dialed, you're not even dialed into the lift. You know? <laughs> right. And that's a big part that people really don't work on is, is that, right. um, you know, which is some of the, you know, content that Dave puts out on Elite's good with a couple of those guys, you know, talking about setting up for a squad, a bench. I mean, just think about that out there, man. Like there's nobody teaching that like very rarely, like let, let's just squat today. Let's bench. I mean, even like warm ups, man, I've been in weight rooms where, I mean, they might, they might have three fifteen on the bar in three seconds. I right. mean, shit. I, I mean, my kids are doing, we were just at that powerlifting meet. And if a kid was open up with two seventy five, we were doing like five, six sets before that, you know, warming up. Mm-hmm. There, I mean, I'm just like, you go to some of these colleges, they're, they're, they might throw two twenty five on for the big boys right away. And that's the kind of shit I talk about. Like, that's the people. 
like myself doing that dumb shit back in the day with coaches that they're going to be in my shoes later on and be hurt in some way, shape or form. They mm -hmm. did shit. I mean, how many people did be uh, behind the neck presses? And, and I mean, I think of all the shit I used to do, like, I can't believe I'm still even alive or walking, <laughs> especially in college. Like just the old line coaches, the one running the weight room. Right. You know, and we're, we're doing the, we're, you know, I remember doing, um, I remember doing like, uh, sort of like um sort of like a, a pen press squat but like you almost came down like 100 miles an hour with like 405 banged into the pen and went back up i mean and everyone's you know shaking and their bodies twisting to get the bar back <laughs> up i mean i'm just you know, mm. like man like just the craziest shit we used to do back in the day um so i think i think um i think that is a vital part of the program is definitely uh and kids hate that too. I'm sure you guys see that. They hate when you're like, I got Paxson with the band doing like a pull apart for the bench with the, like a mini band. And mm -hmm. they'll have like some of the newbies uh, learning how to bench with that. And they'll be like, what is this going to do? Like, like kids just have no patience, man. <laughs> and it's like, just, just, just buy in. And he's got, you know, cause but, like I said, Paxson's good with all like the Donny stuff. He's like 100% mm -hmm. on like all the bands, all the, all, I mean, he's, he's got the whole warm up going with the elbow. I mean, the whole nine. So, I mean, but the kids are like, what's this stupid shit we're doing? We're doing face pulls for the last five minutes. Like, <laughs> like, and they just like, they just can't like, and they're just like, dude, just calm down, whatever. Like it's going, you know, they'll bench and go, man, my, I feel so much better benching them. And, and then you go, that's why we, you know, I think it goes a long way when you can explain also why, why we just did, why we're doing the things we're doing. And I always ask kids to ask questions about that too. Like I, like kids, they'll always ask why we're doing chains. Why? What do the bands do? You know, how come we're? You know, how come we're doing? We're we're doing so much volume today. And and I'm like, I I like it. I'm always in my class saying, guys, ask, just don't do what I'm asking you to do. Ask questions in here. Just don't just don't do what I'm asking you to do. So, I like that. I think that part of it builds the program too. Right. Um, I think it. Yeah, I think that that helps. Um. I think with the girls, man, I think with the, with the girls is, uh, you, you got it. Um, you got to get that stereotype out of their head. I'm sure if you have females that, you know, they think they're going to get big, they think they're going to, you know, put on weight and look like a man or whatever, which I guess is pretty cool nowadays. But, uh, <laughs> um, the, um, <laughs> so I guess, um, I guess they think like they're going to get like, so that's a tough one. That's like a, that's like a, that's like a um that's like a tough one to uh to break that down but then when they start like i guess i guess with me a lot of girls will do like the arm flex they'll be like hey coach look i'm getting a little muscle and they do a little arm flex and i'm like yeah i said you, you did you look like you you know you and and like they start to like it then so mm -hmm. that's right. uh you know that kind of cool breaks that stereotype i guess you could say what i found with girls is especially if you get them in powerlifting, is that they learn that they have to eat food to be mm -hmm. able to lift heavy mm -hmm. now all of a sudden you get rid of eating disorders and then they start to look good because they have muscle and then it's like oh this is what's supposed to happen it's like yeah 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 definitely um definitely um and and, and you know what's funny too is that um some of the girls who want to say lose weight or whatever and they really don't try to do it and all of a sudden like they're like let's say it's a 160 girl 
I mean, and now like they're like one they weigh in for the meet and they're like, I'm only like 148. And I'm like, good, good. And I'm just thinking, I was like, you're moving, like you're we're we're mm-hmm. doing a, a program where you're shredding some fat, you're getting, you know, mm-hmm. you're you know, and then you get the other thing where I'm I'm like 130. I was 124 in the summer. And I'm like, yeah, you, I said you're getting some muscle, you know, the whole thing. Muscle weighs more than fat, you're going on and right. on. But so it works in a good way. And sometimes it's like also a, a you know, a a um it could be your worst enemy too, because now they're like wondering why, like they're they're weighing more on a scale, which we know right. you should throw scales away. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the um, the it's funny. I got the pre surgery thing, and I got on the scale, and I was like two sixty four, you know. And I go, damn, I go two sixty four, and um, the guy goes, you don't look that heavy like that. I go, I, I said I carry it well, man. I said I don't, I don't get stuff on scales. <laughs> I'm making this whole thing up. And some lady, a lady that is helping him, she goes, yeah, she goes, I threw my school out a long time ago. She goes, it, it, it was lying to me every day. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, yeah, that's, that's how I look at it. But yeah, I mean, we all know scales can be, you know, scales can be uh, uh, a killer. So it's arbitrary numbers. Me and Nathan have talked about this. Yeah. Before. You give someone an AMRAP and they're like, oh, I got to hit 10. It's like, no, just do as many good fucking reps as you can. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah i uh what, what do you guys feel like in your and 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 what what's a what's a pro and a con like a couple pros and cons like for you guys and that you since i'm in a whole different kind of setting uh you know uh, getting people to work hard is always a con yeah right like it's everyone wants to be lazy and efficient is what our body thinks right is like oh i don't want to have to do extra work but yeah getting anyone to understand that it's really the hard work is where you get to make all the progress and then like enjoying the process because once you get to the goal like what's next well you got to have another goal so 99 percent of the time is the process yeah i think one of the cons is not having an endless supply of athletes to roll through my door as well like you have a nice it's good depth that you you have people coming to you constantly over and over and over and over so you have that nice stability of kids that you know are going to get to train whereas like alex and i we've got a bait line sink and hooker hook these people to get them to come through our door and to actually commit to what we want them to commit to that's kind of hard so yeah yeah i i did a little pri- uh, a side thing with a guy and it, it was good for a while and like i said once once those kids were gone it was like you you you, you had to rebuild another group and it was like yeah so i mean i i know what you guys deal with it cuz like i i did it for a little side gig with a, with a guy and then everybody started opening places up and everybody do you guys deal with that where you're at cuz like Not when, where I'm when at. me and this guy did it like man like it, all of a sudden like the velocities opened up and the mm. parisi schools i mean they start popping up everywhere and the kids like oh you should see how beautiful this place is we were just in a place like West Side that we had, right. we had like a right. one car garage that had like reverse hyper, a rack, a gluten ham. I mean, you fit like five, six people in there. Um, right. But it, we had all that stuff. So, I mean, you'd have parents come and go, my kid's going to train in there. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> and, you know, you want to like flip shit, but like you really can't, You're you know, like, and I always tell people, if you think about like everybody who's strong and all the crazy lifts you'd see, it's always in a in a shithole. Always in a garage like some, or something. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's not like some beautiful place that like a thousand pound squat. The so and so had a thousand pound squat, choosing in some uh, some shithole like garage or a place. Mm-hmm. I mean, in hardcore lifting, you know, you see all the guys who the ones who are really working out, 
really hard. I mean, it's it's you know, I, it's I th- not in these places that they, <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I'm gonna this place just opened up here called Lifters Lair, man. It's like seventy five bucks a month. Beautiful, beautiful. But I'm like, you can't lift in here. Like, if I came in here ten years ago and wanted to do what I wanted to really do, I mean, they would kick me out to yeah. the next. They would kick me out for I got done the uh, workout. I I I'm gonna talk about it at the conjugate seminar probably because that's where I started was in the garage. So you've got to get some. You know those are good clients that are coming to you if they're willing to come to your garage and just die in the heat or in the cold or whatever it is. And they're so desperate and dedicated to trying to get results that they're going to make it work regardless. So those are the type of people that I miss and like try to find. But it's really hard when like, yeah, they get comfortable. You 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 build them a nice facility with all these racks and these tools and these bars and things like that. And it's like, yeah, they get kind of comfortable with what they have. But it's like, man, those people that were in the garage, those are the ones you want to train because they're coming to your house and just this random garage with just a few pieces of equipment. But they're so dedicated to what they're doing that they work their absolute ass off. So, yeah, yeah, I'm um, that I, 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 I hear you. That's how it was at the at the place we were at. The people who came like really want to be there. And then, you know. I'll see those kids sometimes. I'll say, man, remember those days we call it the shack. Mm-hmm. And like, remember those days of the shack? It was like 150 degrees in there. I'm like, dude. And I mean, just the, uh, like, that was a good time. That was a, that was a good time in, in life uh, at the shack. Cause that was like a mini version of like, like my weight room or like a West side feel with um, having that set up the way it was. Um, the, um, so yeah, I feel I feel that for you, you know, mm-hmm. for you guys that way. Um, I would say my um, I would say my my biggest um, accomplishment as of late is I got I got a, a phenom girl coming who actually moved her whole life to come here. Powerlifter, she plays softball too, and she's pretty good. She's really good. She likes our softball, mm-hmm. um, but she's really her her heart is powerlifting. And I just happened to meet them at a meet. And um, the dad talked me for from Fort Lee, which is like an hour and a half from Tom's River. Mm-hmm. And um, the girl was like, I want to go where that guy Depp is. I want to go to the school because she got to see like Jules and the girls compete. And, uh, dude, that dude sold his house and everything. He moved down to Tom's River to start school this year. So, I mean, That's you talk awesome. about dedication, wow. bro. Yeah. And he has to go back up to work. He still works up there. But, yeah, they sold their home and they got a home here in Tom's River. Wow. And – yeah, awesome. so, so I mean, that's like this awesome that someone would uh have that much faith in you to uh, but I mean um, so that that that's a good uh that's a good good feel story for the time I put in and I'm starting to actually get a few kids who want to come and like power lift at the school, mm-hmm. um, and now with the softball with you know with all that there's two girls coming next year. And the first question was like, how do we join the powerlifting team? So, I mean, that, <laughs> wow. that's like funny. It's like really cool. Like they came and visited and that was like their first question. Like, wow. how do we join the powerlifting team? Um, nice. So um, that'll be, it'll be funny this summer to see like, I, that's probably the expectation uh, to see like, cause there's about three or four girls that play that don't. And I'd like to see if they, they come on over to the dark side now. <laughs> right. Um, if there is anybody listening to this that is in New Jersey and wants to power lift or get really good at sports or actually anywhere in the country, go see Depp. He's in Tom's yeah. River. 
it's it's a nice place. Burger Twenty Five is almost worth the move on its own. So yeah, now they're going to be down <laughs> here by where I live now. Um, oh, you don't even have to go far. Nice. Nah, I won't have to. I'll get to go in there and har- harass the staff in there too. Um, <laughs> the uh, but yeah, a lot of my success too, like you saying that, like it's been um a lot of parents and support. You know, I can't um. I probably wouldn't be where I'm at and have the things I have. If it wasn't for a lot of the parents, um, you know, guy did all the bathrooms, all the flooring for me. Um, a good friend of mine, Pete, the burger 25, they're, they're his mom, you know, uh, Aiden's mom and dad. Uh, even back in the day, I, they put air conditioning, um, a, a, a guy who had his about nine kids come through the school. Um, <laughs> wow. they put air, uh, my place used to be in the basement. Um, in the in the ground floor dude it would be it, you couldn't even be down there if it was 100 out you couldn't be in there so we'd have to close like we couldn't go and train so um you know parent put in a ac unit cost a lot of money so i've been blessed you know i need a piece of equipment administration 100 so i'm I, for a lot of people out there looking to get in i mean you got it you gotta um you gotta fall in love with your administration um because they're the ones that make that decision on getting you new stuff. Um, you know, why you need something new. <laughs> um, how come we're doing this? How come we're doing that? You got to really, uh, got to be on your A game. So, um, you can basically sell your, sell um, what your, uh, what your product is. So I think that's big for people in my position that, um, um, and I think, like I said, I think the, um, the program has sold itself, I guess I could say, um, the results in the, in the, um, in the program. So, um, kudos to that, I guess, but you're definitely killing it. Kudos to you. Yeah. Kudos to you. So so the next step is we're actually, uh, um, the wrestling coach is building a room behind mine. Oh, nice. He's going to, he's going to get, he's going to have like a, like a 3000 square foot wrestling room behind Mm -hmm. my building. So I mean, um, they were all for it. He uh, he proposed it. He's building the wrestling program there, and um, again another fan of mine. And um, he actually was a big selling thing. Was like he said, well, it'd be awesome like behind Depp because we we could wrestle, go lift with Depp, come, you know, break the groups up. When we're up at the high school, like we we can't really send the kids down to the weight room and mm-hmm. break it up. So I mean, and administration was like, that's a great idea. You know, keep the kids all in one place. So that was a great thing that he uh, came up with. We actually talked about it and uh, he presented that in the thing and, you know, to administration, that looks good. Like, Hey, kids aren't wandering around. They got a lift. They don't have to walk down from the building and just go right, you know, go in one door and out the other to be lifting with depth. So, um, yeah, that's, that project starts uh, in July. So we're going to be seeing so some be state huge, champion so. wrestlers here in the next couple of years. Then, huh? So yeah, he's, he's got some kids coming in and um, you know, I'm meeting with the uh, wrestling uh, next week. We're going to sit, uh, have a meeting again with what I was telling Nathan. They're going to set the culture right away for the, for the, for the kids who will be coming in. So That's awesome. those kids so work their pretty, fucking asses off. So yeah, um, <laughs> so it, it should. Uh, so again, just some, uh, you know, and I'm going to get a piece of um, like 40 yard turf in, inside there. Oh, um, nice. There you um, go. That was like part of the agreement. They're like, what do you want out of it? And I was like, if you could just put like, five yards wide and a piece of turf just to do some stuff in there. Um, nice. And so that's going to be in there. So that's going to be pretty awesome. 
Um, we're gonna see depth thrown in some sprints in the future. Yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> the uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny that you guys say that because someone was like, "Deb, it looks like you guys like mainly lift and you do some, you know, the GPP, like whatever." And I'm like. And I'm like, and you got like strong kids, you got fast kids. And I go, dude, you got to be strong to be fast. I can't, I can't, <laughs> I mean, I can't listen. Um, when the summer comes, you know, there'll be a lot more of down toning um, the, the emphasis of lifting more um, and, a, and a little more. Cause they'll start, we start football right away here in New Jersey. So um, right when school's out. So the emphasis will be a little, a little bit different, you know, but, you know, um, there's really no, um, there's really no, this one set program of, of running or this and that. And, you know, um, I guess I'm just hard headed like Lou, like this is what I do and, <laughs> and the results are there and, you know, kids are running fast, kids are jumping high and we're, we're doing minimal kind of jumps and, you know, kid jumps like 38 on the, on the thing the other day. And, and, uh, Paxson looks at me and he goes, damn, he goes, did you ever jump before? And the kid's like, no, nah, it's my first time jumping on the mat. I mean, but <laughs> he's also a strong, he's strong. He's a strong kid. Um, and he's an explosive, powerful kid. So, um, it works. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, more time in the day, more, more people. Yeah. I would love to do, I would love to be able to do a lot more stuff, which um, Paxton's going to be back with me. I think he wants to make this a, a future. Um, nice. So, I mean, there's a lot more stuff that I'd like to, uh, that I would like to do. It's just, again, it's, it's time and it, and it's, uh, you know, but my main emphasis is basically uh, like we go back to is performance and to me numbers. Mm -hmm. And my, my, one of my old friends who I had that, who I did that job with, that was his big thing. He goes, you people don't understand depth's out to crush you by numbers that's like depth's thing in his mind like you people are looking at like oh with so-and-so this on depth's like well i got this <laughs> i got this kid who's hitting these numbers and right. like that's you know that's like my ultimate <clears throat> goal is to say this kid's doing this and this kid's doing that and um you know and then take it to the field the wrestling mat soccer baseball whatever it 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 is and you know i'm telling you the swimming kid is going to be that's going to be that's going to be <laughs> that's the one i think that's going to be really good because as we all know that's a definitely a a, a whack-ass sport about lifting <laughs> yes so i think that's going to be i think that's going to be uh big for sure and the girl who moved here i think um but she are she went to the nationals and took second this year already as an eighth grader Wow. at uh at 114 so i think she's gonna um come in and be phenomenal so um because she lives with her dad who's a lifter so i'm just gonna incorporate my stuff in like he's does a variation of west side the best he can so i just think when i get her i think it's gonna be what she's got a base now i think it's gonna it's gonna um it's gonna blow up real quick mm -hmm. so um i'm excited about that yeah but that's about it for me all um, right deb well thank you very much sir that was great uh, also thank yeah, you it was uh, awesome thank you for the inspiration on the naming of our podcast we also want to thank you for that so yeah that, <laughs> that that's a great name because, <laughs> it, because it, it's never so true when 
<laughs> you know, you hear that that's irrelevant. Like it, it makes them, you know, who is the person? Like it's irrelevant. Yeah, there I you mean, go. I mean, you know, so yeah. Well, well peace out. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Thanks, Deb. Enjoy your holiday. Good luck with that uh, that new little baby there. And uh, yeah, oh yeah, she's know, already she's already got gets, her hands it, full. It gets a lot harder when they get older. I'm just gonna <laughs> let you know. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming on, so, Mark. Have a good one, guys. See you, Thanks, man. Guys. See you later. All right. Yep.